0: Hey, everyone. It's your host, Richie Burke, and welcome back to the Keeping It Local podcast powered by First Federal Bank, where we highlight people and organizations living what we call the community bank difference. We've got a great episode for you today, and it is titled A Hero's Welcome. We'll be sitting down with David Bellman, a repeat guest on the show. For those of you who don't know, he is the president of Bellman Homes. He's on the board of directors of the National Association of Home builders and the director at large for the Wisconsin Realtors Association. And we've also got our very own Mike Berry, VP of Treasury Management here at the bank to talk about an amazing organization that helps veterans called Operation Finally Home. Mike's been on the task force the last couple of years, and David Bellman is actually the local promoter and builder at Operation Finally Home. Um, and at First Federal Bank, we are very, very, very proud to support this organization and its mission to provide custom-built mortgage-free homes to America's military heroes. Um, David and Mike,
1: thanks for joining me. Excited to have you on and talk about this amazing organization. It's my pleasure. I always enjoy talking about Operation Filey Home. It's a, a huge passion project for me. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, Glad to be here. Thanks, Richie.
0: Absolutely. So, David, let's start with you. Can, you. can you dive a little deeper into what Operation Finally Home is and its core
1: mission? Yeah, absolutely. So, Operation Finally Home, uh, what they do is they find uh, very deserving injured war heroes. These are people that have wanted to serve their entire life uh, in the military, but they've had it taken away because they've been seriously injured uh, in battle. And they find these people and they surprise them with a brand new, completely custom-built mortgage-free home. And it's it's designed to help change their lives because a lot of our, uh, unfortunately, a lot of our returning veterans that are injured, um, they're not only dealing with the physical injuries and ailments that they've uh, received in battle, but they're also dealing with a lot of mental uh, issues, uh, PTSD, traumatic brain injury, those type of things. And so, um, this new home gives them a lot of stability. It allows them to start their new career and spend some time with their family, which they really need and deserve.
0: These are mortgage-free, no strings attached. You guys just pick out the most deserving war vets and and help yeah, them out. It, what's what's the process like vetting them? Because there's obviously, I'm sure, a, a large pool of vets who could use use the help.
1: Yeah, the, the the sad thing is we can't help everybody um because it is we're giving them a home. So it's it's a very big um a, a big gift to them. So we have to be very careful on who we select uh, that it's a very good family. All veterans are deserving, but we want to make sure that it goes to someone that is not looking for a handout, they're looking for a hand up. And this is sort of a a catapult into the next uh phase of their their lives and we want them to represent the organization well as well. So I don't actually pick the family until near the end, so they have a whole selection committee at Operation Finally Home, and it's led by a retired um, Army chaplain, and so he intakes all these applications. They gather a lot more information. It actually goes to a board of retired Army generals and and, and all sorts of different people, and they, they pour through these applications, and it takes roughly about 30 applicants before they find the one. And, um, and then when, what happens is there's a giant packet that comes to me and I review this and I get to read all about their service, their family. Uh, and and I'll be honest, sometimes it's a hard read because there's a lot that these people are going through. Um, and then, then I get to say, yes, this is somebody that we're going to, to put in a new home. So I do get sort of the final say, but, uh, uh, there's a lot of people that do a lot of hard work to make sure that, that we find somebody really special and deserving for this.
0: And and this is a national organization. Can you talk about what the organization has done on a national level when it started and then what you've been able to do on a
1: local level over the last seven years? Sure. So yeah, this started about... It's actually their 15th anniversary this year. So they started down in Texas. Dan Walrath was the founder. Uh, he's a home builder. He had a, a disabled uh, person come to him, a disabled veteran needing a remodel And, um, he talked to some of his vendors and he got the work done for free. And it was, uh, it was really great experience. So he decided to do building and said, let's try building a home. And they did. And they came together and they built a home. Um, it, it got a lot of headlines. Um, a lot of people stepped up to make it happen. And then they started to work more with their builders association and they did a couple more and then they turned it into an organization. And, uh, he had some friends in different industries that all came together and, uh, uh, for me personally, what happened was I was at a concert uh, in Las Vegas uh, at a builder show. And um, one of my vendors took me there and they're like, you know, they had this event for Operation Flying Home. And um, it was it was pretty cool because they had, had the story of this veteran and he had lost his legs um, in, in service. He was going to serve 20 years and um, he saved his whole battalion, um, you know, in, in the process, which was an amazing story in and of itself. And then you find out this guy um has six kids at home to try and take care of. And it, it was heartbreaking to hear this story. And then they showed a video of him, um, you know, struggling and then finding out and getting surprised with the new home and how it changed his life. And, and then out he comes walking out on the stage and he's got shorts on, and he's got his metal, you know, legs that were replaced. He's got this big USA shirt on and he was um just so amazing. And it changed his life. And it was like, wow, this is just something that's just too amazing. And I waited about a year before I did anything with with this stuff. And then I found a, an organization that wanted to do a housing study. And they're going to donate some lumber uh, to a, a home build. And they wanted to do it as a charity thing. And then that's kind of how it all got put together and how we uh, eventually did it here in Wisconsin. It was such a great uh, experience doing the first home that we wanted to do another one. And um, on the second project, we were able to work with First Federal Bank and Michael and his team there. And uh, um, it uh, it got a lot of notoriety, especially the second time around. And uh, it, it really took off. And now it's it's a thing where we've been doing it every year since. So we built one every year for the past six years. And David,
0: you, you don't have any past military experience, do you?
1: I do not. I, I did not serve. I have a bunch of it in my family. Um, my father was... Um, in the army um and i have, have other relatives we have some on my my wife 's side as well um I never served um i I remember in the Iraqi war I was about eighteen years old, and I remember seeing those oil wells being burned and stuff and I contemplated briefly enlisting, but I was a scrawny five foot six <laughs> uh, hundred twenty pound uh individual at that time, and i thought yeah. i don 't think i'm i 'm cut out for that, so this was my way of giving back.
0: That's awesome, but at at that concert, I'm sure you felt that emotional connection and family
1: connection too, and that's how you were first drawn and roped into this organization. yeah, it was something where um you know I have some experience you know marketing and obviously know how to build a home, and I've done a lot of other charity work before, so this was just something where I was like, boy this is I could really make a big impact here, and we've done some other you know charity things that I've liked, but this is something where this is exactly in the wheelhouse of what we do. And so it was neat to be able to put everything together and, and, and do so much uh, with this organization.
0: That's awesome. And Mike, can you talk to me about how you got involved in this organization and just its importance to the bank?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the bank's been involved with Operation Finally Home for uh, a little more than four years now. We had a prior employee on the task force with Operation Finally Home uh, for a couple of years, and uh, I've been working with David Bellman for many years. Uh, the relationship has kind of been growing and expanding on the professional side, um, and um, that position opened up on the task force, and uh, I jumped on the opportunity right away. Um, so it's been about a couple of
1: years for myself on the task force. It's been great having Michael on. He's he's a great helper, and you know, at any event, it's like we can just plug him in anywhere, and he, he jumps in and helps. So. Um, sure. We need that because there's always we're always doing different things and the community and and uh, we can always use helpers. <laughs> Mike, Michael's been yeah, great about it. It's
2: uh, well, you said it's a, a national organization. It still very much has a very local and grassroots feel. And uh, as a community banker, uh, we've got to talk the talk and not just walk the walk. Um, and uh, seeing the impact, David used the term impact um just with the efforts that we can do here locally um the impact that you can make on the veteran and not just the veteran but their family as well uh was a huge draw uh to this nonprofit.
0: profit tell me about the grassroots local level you guys do a number of events you have a number of community apart- partners elaborate on that
1: yeah so um th- there's a lot of things going on um it's 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 went from uh being small to pretty pretty big uh as far as what we all do and accomplish so there there's two different types of events. So we have what we call our community events and those are basically where we engage in, with the community on on the project and um those are things that anybody can participate in and um they're they're specific to the project and the family. So we do um we surprise the family so they don't know that they're getting the home and um they think they're usually coming in for an interview uh with me or something like that and then all of a sudden uh we kind of veer them off in a different direction, and and they find out they're getting the home. So it's it, it's pretty amazing, and there's never a dry eye in the room when when that happens. Um, and then we do uh, an event, a groundbreaking event rather. So at in the uh, at the site rather, we bring the family out, we bring out some elected officials, uh, we do a nice little ceremony, and then we we commence the construction. Uh, after the home is uh, framed up and and roughed in, we do probably my favorite event, which is called Notes of Love. And what we do is we go out to the home and we invite anybody that's worked on the home, anybody in the community, we give them a Sharpie and they get to write something on the studs of the home to the family. So something inspiring or uh, something like that. And um, uh, it's amazing Then we bring the family out the next day and they get to go through and see their home and and experience it and then see all the love that uh, the community has put into the project. Then we kind of lock them out of the house. We don't let them go in anymore for a while. And uh, we do uh, the dedication at the end. So usually there's a, uh, a little parade and some some fun things going on. And then we we bring the family up and they get to see their brand new home for the first time. And there's usually a lot of people in the community there uh, clapping and cheering them on and welcoming them home. And then uh, we, we even capture video of them walking into their home for the first time. So it's extremely powerful. And uh, uh, it's a great way not only to promote the cause, but then also really, um, you know, think and bring a lot of awareness to what our veterans do for us. And so those are the, I kind of touched on the one and there's a whole other part of it, which is the fundraising event. So those are the community events and we do a lot of fundraising events because um, obviously it's not a, a cheap date to build a home and give it away <laughs> for free. And uh, uh, I'm not independently wealthy enough to just do this uh, on my own. So hundreds and hundreds of people make this happen. And so, you know, we get a lot of donations from you know, contractors, um, materials and labor. Uh, we've got obviously a wonderful supporter here in first federal bank who helps match dollars. So when people donate, they, you know, they get a match to their dollars. Um, and then the bank also, uh, you know, helps in, in other ways with sponsorships and things. And then we do lots of events. So we have a golf outing, we have 5k run walk. Uh, we did a operation rock the house concert the last two years, which was phenomenal. Um, and then, uh, we've got a shoot that we did for the first time this year. So lots of neat things going on and a lot of different ways for people to have some fun and be a part of this great project.
0: Absolutely, Mike, do you have anything to add on the, the event or grassroots end of thing? What's it been like being involved in that? Um,
2: I, I guess I want to just add that it's fun. Um, it's another part of this, uh, organization that drew me into it as well. While it's a, a very serious cause, um, the families are always extremely grateful Um, You get to meet the families. um, You get to know them on a first-name basis. Uh, There are, like David said, a lot of different people involved. So, um, uh, there's a lot of different efforts and collection efforts and things going on, whether it's for uh, prizes to raise funds or grab prizes, materials, or labor. Um, The events are always a lot of fun to get people together,
1: so... Yeah, and a lot of the people that have stepped up over the years and helped, we have like a volunteer task force. They they've all become you know friends and you know personal friends, Mm and um, you know we see each other at these events. We work together and putting these things you know together. Um, So it's it's about something bigger than than you, and it's 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 neat to be able to work together and sort of go through those mini battles of trying to pull these events off and make them work, and uh, and then make a difference. And and all these families that we've helped, you know, that's they're kind of part of our family. I have a pretty small family, so. That, you know I always kind of say at the events you know welcome to our family because that's that's kind of how we feel and it's it's neat to see them two three years later and see the kids growing up and them enjoying the home and and then seeing them do very well um and and, and start new careers and different things like that so it's incredibly rewarding to to work with this
0: well, that's that's what I wanted to butt in and talk to you about you talk about the issues that these vets face that a lot of them face whether it's physical injuries, PTSD, mental health issues. Obviously, getting a home is a is a big boost, especially at that initial level. Um, you mentioned seeing them doing well in new careers. I can imagine how hard it is when you want to dedicate your life to the country and and serve and continue serving, and then that rug gets pulled from under you out of nowhere. Do you have any examples on people who have, because of this new home and what they've been given been able to you know parlay that into a much better life and maybe a much better a much faster recovery
1: than they would have had sure yeah i mean you know i think a lot of times um our soldiers when they come back they don't think that you know we care uh, about them and and we really do and so some sometimes it's just as simple as people knowing that we're thinking about them it makes a huge difference but um for a lot of the families they all have very unique stories and we have six of them Uh, that we've helped. So lots of different stories. Um, you know, we have, uh, one that's, uh, uh, gotten involved with the police force and doing very well with that. Um, have a baby on the way, um, uh, next family. Um, he actually got a degree in microbiology. So he finished his, uh, college degree. He's taking a year off after six, seven years of pretty hard schooling and, uh, will be starting his career. Um, the Olson family, which is our third family, they, um, Uh, Philip has some serious back injuries. He was a mechanic in the Army, and um, he wants to own his own body shop. So his wife actually just got a master's degree in business, and he's finishing his degree. So they're going to hopefully open a body shop up. Um, And then um, one of our families, it's been a little bit more of a struggle for them, Um, not not because of trying, but uh, uh, Joe Davis, who was uh, a recipient here in Waukesha, Um, He actually has um, severe Parkinson's disease from from the injuries he faced. So unfortunately for him, he's been having a harder time because um, his condition is not going to get better and it's progressively getting worse. So the home has been great because it's now fully accessible and things like that. And and his wife can leave him and he can be safe at home. But at the same time, it's kind of a challenge because um, you know, his, his condition continues to worsen. So um, and then we have uh, Army Sergeant Tyson Cole, um, who's moved from out of state here. He's doing really well. Uh, really enjoying Wisconsin. He loves all the food here, and it's been a wonderful, uh, wonderful uh thing seeing that family grow and and get comfortable here. Absolutely.
0: And how can listeners get involved? You guys mentioned a number of the events. Are those are those listed anywhere? Is that the main way? where people can get involved and contribute.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of different ways to find out what what's all going on with Operation Finally Home. We have the Facebook page. So if you just look up Operation Finally Home in Wisconsin, uh, you can get the information there. And then uh, we do have a website, OFHWisconsin.com. We do post our events on the website, uh, golf outing coming up. Michael, you can kind of talk a little bit more about that. You've been in that... Uh, for several years now, and uh, that's that's really our biggest fundraiser of the year, and it's a lot of a lot of fun. Yeah, the golf
2: outing is uh, probably my favorite event. It's almost a, a culmination uh, in the fall, and uh, one of the favorite things we like to see, and especially now that we've been doing this for for several years now, there's a handful of families that we've helped, and at these at these outings, the, the families come back to these events um, and they show up, and they're there in support of the other families as well. Um, so at a lot of these events, you get to see the families um, supporting each other. And uh, David mentioned it's kind of created a family um, between the volunteers and the task force. But it's it's also created a support network and a community uh, between these families that have received these homes here in Wisconsin, uh, which is incredibly satisfying to see. Um, I remember at the last outing, we could see four or five of these families all huddled, huddled together off to the side.
1: Yeah, they get um, Exchanging stories. To to and, yeah, it's, it's Yeah
2: and you know i i wanted to go up to him and you know say hi and interject but you just kind of stand back and and let it organically happen so it's um humbling and satisfying at the same time so and we usually have good weather not on wood so <laughs> L- lately yeah when we first started yeah, the yeah. joke
1: was whenever we did an event outside it was always like raining out we all got wet yeah. yep. but mother nature's been good to us lately yep Awesome.
0: And when when's
1: the next home being awarded so uh we just uh dedicated the 6th home in Wisconsin to um, Army Sergeant Daniel Capo and his family. And they also just had a uh, another child. So they have three now. And uh, so they're doing really well. And then our plan is to build the seventh home. I have a subdivision in Waukesha where we're going to um, uh, help with the lot. And uh, we're going to be starting that um, sometime uh, in the near future here. We're still working through some things. And uh, um, working on our family and everything like that. But the, that's the plan is to to do that one next. And then uh, we'll kind of see where things go. Um, fundraising is always a challenge. So as long as uh, people continue to to join, jump in and, and make donations and, and, and help. Um, one of the biggest things I'm going to tell people is if you're wanting to help a, a, an organization like this, there is a large amount of uh, money that goes directly into the project with this. This is not one of those things where people donate a and, dollar and, and a nickel goes to the cause. 98% of what we get locally goes right into the build. And um, we do get a lot of material and, and labor donated, but um, we typically have to raise about $200,000, um, sometimes more uh, per project uh, in, in these homes. Um, you know, if we raise two hundred, the home is worth probably about a half million dollars by the time it's all done. So um, we we are able to be uh, very responsible and utilize, um, you know, a lot and, and get a, a big yield out of what people donate. But we do need even those little donations—the ten and the twenty dollar donations—that all adds up and it makes a huge difference so that we can keep helping our veterans here in Wisconsin.
2: You can also uh, drop off donations at any of First Federal's branch locations. Uh, we've got two in Waukesha, uh one in Brookfield, and then one in Milwaukee, so we've got a big bucket there sitting in the lobbies. uh Anyone can stop by any of our locations uh and drop that off and again, the bank matches those donations as well, so
0: awesome and I want to end on this if you guys could just let me know what has been the most rewarding part of being a part of operation finally home
2: um oh boy. Um, <laughs> I probably. A one. Yeah i I guess it's not anything very specific. Um, seeing the unveilings and seeing the home unveiled, um, or seeing the family pull up, like David said, they get surprised when they pull up to the build site. Um, and just to see the gratitude, um, on these families' faces uh, is incredibly gratifying. And um, like David said, it's a big project. There's a lot of dollars, a lot of labor, a lot of hours that goes into this. Uh, you know, we sacrifice a lot to make sure that this happens, but that sacrifice is is nothing compared to what these veterans and their families have sacrificed for us and and continue to to suffer through and sacrifice for us. Um, so to see those reactions on their faces, to see them pull up and get out of the truck and and realize what's happening, uh, is is very difficult to put in words, as I'm making very obvious.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, there, there's obviously most events are pretty moving. Um, the dedication for me is always. Uh, a celebration, um, you know, th- there's been a lot of hard work done on the project at that point. So, you know, being able to, to get them in my truck and drive them up and then them see their home. And we always kind of have a little conversation in the car on the way there. Uh, it's kind of like the calm before the storm. And, um, you know, it's it's really intimate. Not everyone gets to see that part of it. But then, you know, to get out and then you're pulling up and everybody's clapping and cheering and in these folks get to walk out and, and get a true hero's welcome home that that that's just really gratifying and then seeing them walk in walk in the home and being able to give them their keys inside their new home it's it's uh it's pretty awesome and you know you get pretty tired at the end of all this with 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 all the work that goes into it but i'll tell you as soon as you do that you just get so recharged and you're like okay let's do the next one and yeah, it's like okay let's yeah. buckle up let's do it again so right. um it, it's pretty awesome
0: Awesome. Well, David and Mike, thank you guys so much for joining. And just a reminder to you guys, you can get involved or donate to Operation Finally Home. Just look up their events on Facebook, Operation Finally Home locally, or drop in to any of our branches and you'll be able to make a donation there. And thanks again for tuning in to the Keeping It Local podcast powered by First Federal Bank. If you got any value out this episode, if you could just pause, write a a review and subscribe if you have not already, that would mean a lot to us. Thank you guys. That was great. Thank Thank you. you. Appreciate it.